0: perfect price is one that's not too high that it impacts on retention and not too low that it leaves profit on the table. That's a fine line. But if we sell the perfect content at the perfect price, then we have the perfect RO.
1: Welcome to the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast with Ted Ings, sponsored by BG Products. Be good to your customers with BG. Hello, everyone. I'm Gene Girdley. And I produce and direct the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast and virtual events. The Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast is your source for automotive industry leaders, innovators, and top performers, providing you with the latest ideas, technology, customer trends, and performance improvement strategies. And now, here's Ted Ames.
2: Well, welcome back to the Fixed Ops Roundtable, and with us is Les Silver, the Executive Chairman of Dynatron. Les, welcome back to the Fixed Ops Roundtable. Ted, uh,
0: thanks once again for having me. I appreciate it.
2: Hey, uh, Dynatron, Les, has become such a big part of the event, and so much happening in our industry this year, and so many dealers taking advantage of the, uh, of the solutions that Dynatron offers, which are far different and very exclusive to Dynatron. So congratulations on your success on continuing to make the industry more efficient and more profitable.
0: Well, thank you. We uh, just recently crossed the 2,500 dealer count uh, on our program. So we're very pleased with the with the adoption that we found in the market.
2: And that's no small feat, Les, because there are, are many uh, organizations that you know, we hear about they just crossed the 500, or maybe the 750 dealers, but 2,500—that's uh, quite amazing. Those inroads that uh, you continue to make in this industry. So, uh, again, it's it's adding to your legacy. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, I've heard it said. In fact, you've told me before that uh, uh, we often have to hear a message more than once in order for it to resonate, in order for it to stick. So I know that's a part of your presentation today. So Les Silver, I'm going to let you go ahead and take it away.
0: Well, thanks. And, and the first reminder is to remember the seven times rule. Uh, and for those of you that have forgotten it, uh, it says that people don't truly understand a new concept until it's been explained seven times. Uh, and that, as managers, gives us the courage to Repeat things over and over again because we can't really expect people to understand it until we've said it seven times uh, and it provides us with the courage to go on. Um, this presentation that I'm going to do today is the second time uh, that I've covered the concept of the perfect RO, uh, which means that, yep, you have five more times to go. Uh, you're probably not looking forward to that, and I wouldn't take that much time from Ted, um, so I will say that uh, if you want to get a link to this recording, it runs about 15 minutes or so. Ask Ted for the link, uh, and then you can do the final five times yourselves uh, in the luxury of your own home. <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk about the perfect RO, and before uh, we get into it deeply, I want to define what I mean by the perfect RO. Uh, and it has two aspects. The first is the content of what goes on to the RO, And the second is the price that you're charging for it. So our objective is to sell everything that's appropriate for the customer and to sell it at the perfect price. So what does that really mean? Well, the perfect content are the things the customer should purchase based on a number of factors. The first is the year, make, model, mileage of the vehicle. And the second is the answer to something that we've called the magic question. The magic question is, what's your plan for this vehicle? And we should ask that question at every visit. We should record it on the RO because the reality is that the content that you'd recommend to somebody, if you take two customers, identical year, make, model, mileage of vehicles, and one plans to turn it back as a lease end in another month, one plans to keep it for another 10 years, the content of what you'd sell is very different. But you need to understand that to be in a position to make appropriate recommendations on the things that are going to be of value to the customer long term. The perfect content also might be spread over multiple visits. And I talked a couple of sessions ago about hours per hour. uh, And this is another example of something that doing the right thing can negatively impact hours per hour. But it is the best thing to do. So you might want to take the content of what might be on one RO and split it into several in order to cover budgetary issues and other reasons why the consumer, the customer, uh, should have the work that's being performed spread over multiple visits. Be prepared for that. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. The perfect price is one that's not too high that it impacts on retention and not too low that it leaves profit on the table. That's a fine line. But if we sell the perfect content at the perfect price, then we have the perfect RO. So what do I mean by that? Perfect content. First of all, we want to record the things that the customer requests when they come in. They come for a reason. They might have symptoms that require diagnosis. They might have had an inspection done previously and know that it needs a particular item to repair, a water pump as an example. There might be time and mileage based maintenance, there might be recalls. The customer comes for a reason. And the first step in creating the perfect RO is to listen and to document thoroughly the reason why the customer is there. The second step are the items that are identified during actually Ted's uh, bread and butter, which is the walk and pop. Doing a walk around the vehicle, popping the hood, and doing an on the drive inspection you'll identify items that you need to add to the repair order based on performing that task. The third area are items that are identified through review of history and not already requested. You've got perhaps recalls. You've got currently or past due OEM scheduled maintenance. You've got dealer recommended enhanced maintenance. Things that were previously declined on previous visits. Or you might have had an inspection done that had yellow items, and those items are now potentially turning red if we take a look at them. So we need to look at the history and determine are there things that are needed that the customer hasn't yet requested. And the final category of contents for the perfect RO are items that are identified in the shop. When the customer says, you know, my brakes are squeaky and you do a diagnosis, there are items that may come out of that diagnosis. Or when you do your normal vehicle inspection, there might be items that are identified there. Remember these four categories, and remember that it's your job, your responsibility, to create a process that identifies the things that make up the content that are relevant to that customer, considering the answer to his magic question. Perfect RO requires using the perfect price. And the perfect price also depends on a number of things. The first is the type of work that's being performed. And the second is the kind of customer. Different customers have different prices depending on their circumstance. When it comes to the type of work, there are three broad categories. The first is the real easy stuff. Lube oil filter, lube oil filter plus tire rotation, in the case of the works package, these are items that require the least amount of skill and are most competitive. The price for these are very highly visible in the marketplace, and typically consumers are aware of the price, and you have to be in the right ballpark. Maintenance. In the case of maintenance, generally you're quoting a menu price, something that's been prepackaged. And the market price for that menu item is often also highly visible. The work is still relatively low skill level, and you need to be competitive. Now, competitive doesn't mean cheapest when you consider the total value of what you're offering. And for maintenance items, you should be proud of your price. You should be proud enough to put it on a Dare to Compare board right in your service drive so consumers can see how you stack up to the competitors that they may perceive are less expensive, uh, but really, in fact, often aren't. The final item is the repair items. And this is where you get to shine, because this requires typically the highest level of tools, technology, and skill among your technicians. Typically, a price for a job that's a repair job is assembled as needed. Your labor component, that's determined from a labor guide that you would use, hopefully, uh, times a way of calculating the price that goes along with that number of, of, of hours that you look up in the labor guide. Sometimes that's grid pricing. Sometimes that's a door rate. There are various techniques to be able to get to the appropriate labor component of the job. You then want to add in the parts component. And that's determined from typically most dealers, the parts cost times some sort of a parts grid. And then to add to that, you want a job price by adding any other things that go along with it, hazardous waste, shop supplies, taxes, etc. Put it all together into a price. The customer is interested in the price of the job. They really aren't that interested in all the component parts that go into it. So when we assemble the job, we need to be in a position to quote to the customer the total job price. Now, I mentioned that the type of customer is also a determining factor because you have your retail customers. So if you take the same job, that water pump, and you're selling it to a retail customer, you'll have a price that's associated with it. If the customer is a dealership employee, as an example, most dealers offer a discount. If the customer is a fleet, there may be fleet pricing associated with it. Your insurance companies offer extended warranties, and if this is covered by an extended warranty, there's a price associated with that. The OEM warranty. The OEM is a customer for a pretty good chunk of your work, and they set rules as to how the price needs to be established if you're an OEM warranty job. And finally, the dealership themselves are customers, and the used car department, your used vehicle department, is a customer for your internal work? What is the price that's set for them? So knowing the customer and knowing the job is what allows you to then come up with the appropriate price. The service advisors have significant ability to modify prices in numerous ways. And if they aren't complying with the pricing policy that you've set in your shop, the price that you expect isn't going to happen. There's going to be erosion. So pricing compliance is critical to achieving your target of having the perfect price. When it comes to warranty, I mentioned that's a category where the warranty, the OEM, is a major customer. Warranty labor is reimbursed by applying the labor times in the OEM warranty guide. And I'm going to actually talk a little bit about some changes there. uh, And using the warranty approved labor rate. The dealership has the ability to apply for a warranty rate increase typically every 12 months. There are a couple that are every six months, but by and large, it's every 12 months. If you aren't on top of that, if you're not applying in a timely manner, then you're not getting the perfect price because the price you could have been charged hasn't been approved by the OEM, and you're going to lose potential gross profit, potential margin. The rules that govern the warranty labor rate calculation are often very complex. There are rules established by the state. There's rules that are established by the OEM. They vary state by state. Typically, you have a choice on which one you want to use, but you have to understand what the impact is going to be to be able to make that decision. You have to use data to determine what the optimum result is going to be. The warranty rate is determined by using the CP labor rate for similar jobs because the OEM, based on state laws, is required to per- to pay you what you would be paid if you were a CP customer. So the more you're able to get without going overboard on the CP side is the more that you'll be entitled to on the warranty labor side. Now we have a news flash here. There are two states, Illinois and Montana, Illinois law comes effective in January of this coming year where the law now states that you will not only be reimbursed at a warranty rate equivalent to your CP rate, but you'll be reimbursed at a for the same amount of time as if it was a retail customer. And the law in, in Illinois' as example says you can pick a retail guide for your time and use that for warranty, or you can use the warranty guide and multiply it by a factor of 50%. This is significant, and it's going to mean significant bottom-line change in the two states uh, that this is happening, uh, and likely, once it happens in a couple of states, the chances of it spreading over time to other states is very real. Warranty parts. The warranty parts are reimbursed by applying the parts markup to the cost price of the part. And the cost markup needs to be approved by the OEM. The dealership can apply for a warranty parts markup increase every 12 months. Typically, parts markup had been around 40%. That we see in many dealers now edging up 60, 80, 100, sometimes over 100% markup. If you're late applying for that again, you're going to be losing dollars by not having the most current warranty parts markup. The rules that govern warranty parts markup are also complex. So you need to be able to analyze carefully what you're getting for retail and for equivalent parts on the warranty side, apply the appropriate markup. I'm going to close by saying how difficult it is to change. The first thing is understanding, and that's the first of three steps. And we talked about the seven times rule. If it takes seven times to understand a concept, you have to be prepared to take the time to understand, first of all. Then you have to do it. But doing it isn't enough. You have to take the attitude that doing it well is where you really need to go. You can't do it well if you're not doing it, but doing it without doing it well. Let me give you an example. I did an analysis one time of the NBA and determined that the free throw percentage was a factor that in many cases was the determining factor in who won the game. Now, if I have to explain to you the understanding of how to do a free throw, that's not a very difficult thing to understand. You stand behind the foul line, you throw it at the net, and hopefully it goes in. And the do it is very easy as well because anybody can do that part. However, doing it well is much more difficult, particularly when the game is on the line and you're standing there by yourself at the free throw line trying to win the game. It's a whole different ball game to do it well. The things that apply to the perfect RO require practice, requires an attitude of I'm going to understand it, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it well in order for it to be successful. So I hope the second time around of this concept was helpful. Please feel free. I love talking to people about this. If you want to chat about it more, you can reach me, Les.Silver at DiatronSoftware.com, or call me on my cell phone. We'll be happy to have a conversation.
2: Les, you've helped our industry really in the understanding of pricing, of something that we're already doing, parts and service. But um, you've helped us in not only doing it, but since we're doing it, we might as well do it well. And there's nobody better than what Dynatron offers um, in terms of the service and parts pricing. And you've really you've really made a stamp on the industry with that and with 2,500 dealers strong. Um, if I'm a dealer, I'm a fixed ops director. It's the perfect time now, end of the year, end of November. Um, if I have, I wanna find out more about what you can do for my dealership. How to, uh they can reach out directly to you I understand yeah please you can reach out directly to
0: me you know we have a a national staff of uh market presidents that are interacting day-to-day with the dealers I can put you in touch with the person that's responsible for your area uh we have national coverage uh in both the U.S. a little bit now in Mexico and also into Canada
2: Dynatron software is on the move everybody it's growing Please grow with it. Um, Les, I want to wish you and your your family a very happy Thanksgiving as well.
0: And same to you and your family, Ted.
2: Thanks again. Les Silver from Dynatron Software here today at the Fixed Ops Roundtable.
1: Thanks for joining us on the Fixed Ops Roundtable podcast with Ted Aiggs. Sponsored by BG Products. Help your customers be good for life with the Lifetime BG Protection Plan. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast or any of our Fixed Stops Roundtable events, or if you'd like sponsorship information, reach out to Ted Ings at area code 212-763-0016. That's 212-763-0016. 212-763-0016. On behalf of Ted Ings and everyone at the Fixed Stops Roundtable, I'm Gene Girdley. Thanks for listening.